Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and by popular demand, we are expanding the subject of murals throughout the entire summer. Yep, all summer long, you'll hear from master muralists to learn the tips to creating a thriving business, painting large scale. I have handpicked each interviewee based on their expansive knowledge of the mural industry so that you can learn from the absolute best. Plus, I'm throwing in some of my own mural tips within solo episodes, and if that isn't enough, I've created a full training for you all about how to grow your art business quickly using murals like I have. If you're listening this summer and thinking, okay, let me see what this mural thing is all about. Or if you're wondering if you could even create large scale paintings too, then go to artistacademy.co to learn how you can start making money in the mural biz. (laughs) The majority of my income comes from murals and I want to help you get started too because I know how profitable they can be. You'll go to artistacademy.co to claim your free training. And I hope you're having a fabulous summer. Hello, hello. Welcome to a solo episode. We have not done one of these in a while. Five tips to paint murals faster. And let me tell you, this subject gets brought up with me a lot by other muralists or artists and all the time people are like oh you're so fast how can i be that fast and i'm like thank you but there's a couple tips and we're gonna get into that but just to kind of come back and give you a little life update so we haven't had a solo episode in a while and that's because i really try to take these solo episodes really seriously because i know that your time is valuable so i really wait until i have something of value to say that i think is of value and i wait for myself to be really motivated to give it to you that way my energy comes through and i hopefully energize you through the painting day and inspire you and but lately to be completely honest <laughs> there's been little bit very lack of motivation and a lack of just tips that have just come to me my I've been very distracted with murals coming up in summer we are in the height of mural season plus we just moved so we sold our house packed up moved to the country which is 15 minutes outside of the city so it's basically 20 minutes from where I used to live so not very far but we were not planning on it we were kind of house shopping not really we had a five-year plan to build a house and buy land and very gradual steps and then maybe have a family and all of that but we're not having a family right now but (laughs) we just bought a house so randomly a friend of the family put their house up for sale and we went out to see it and we're like this is pretty perfect so we bought it (laughs) and with the housing market the way it is our house that we that I moved into and met my now husband in and we got to know each other in that sold in a day because the housing market is just crazy and yeah then we moved (laughs) all in about less than two months so now we're in this giant house we just bought this over a million dollar home and land (laughs) that's about a hundred acres and yeah so it's been just a whirlwind of first off if I'm being completely honest like just being okay with the fact that we are buying a giant piece of property that we'll probably live in forever and making that financial commitment (laughs) and I think at first it was like wait can we do this 
can we actually do this? And then we talked to bankers and we we looked at our finances and we're like, yeah, we can do this. Okay. So our five-year plan was sped up into now we're here already. It's funny how things happen like that. And it's crazy because here lately, especially like you, it's crazy what you get, what you wish for, because so many times I was like, oh, I wish it was just here already. Like uh, I'm working really hard to eventually pay for a home and we'll end it just bam. Okay. It's here. It's just funny how that works. Anyway. So we're in this big house now it's, yeah, it's pretty big and there's a bunch of land. And so I had this idea. I was like, wait, how about we have the mural meetup here? this year so the artist academy students you guys you artists already know about this but i think i've i don't think i've mentioned it on the podcast much about the mural meetup so we're having one here in missouri <laughs> i know our last one was in iowa last year and we tackled a really big project and i think we had eight students come in from all over we had people from new york and houston and some people drove and some people flew and we just had a really great time and the last mural meetup was a really great learning experience for me. I like to dive into things thinking, okay, let's just try this and then I'm going to learn from it and we'll just see how it goes. But I'm very much a dive into it without perfecting anything kind of person. And luckily it went really well. The only thing I would change that now that I'm, you know, doing it here in Missouri at our home, we're not painting at our home, but everybody's going to have a big slumber party at our home. And I'm so excited for it. And the only thing I would change is last year we took on a really big project and and it was just a lot. And I thought, yeah, we'll have eight people on it, nine, including me. And we'll just tackle a whole lot of space in a short amount of time with a, a lot of people. And that worked well. And except I didn't get a whole lot of time one-on-one -on -one with anybody. It was just a lot of group instruction and everybody had a great time. <laughs> Our first night there, like we're all a bunch of artists. So it's all uncomfortable. Anything by yourself or in a group setting with people you don't really know is uncomfortable, <laughs> just to be honest. And it, that's kind of how we all came into it. Everybody was really brave. They showed up, most people by themselves. And so we took everybody out for margaritas the first night and that really broke the ice. So <laughs> about one margarita in, we were all like, oh, laughing, telling jokes. We have a bunch of inside jokes <laughs> from last year. And we all just had a really great time, but we worked a lot. It was late nights, and as soon as you got up, it was go out and paint, and we learned a lot, and it was a really great time, but we worked a lot. And so this year, I want the focus to be more on fun and having a slumber party thing. Like I mentioned, we're gonna have a big artist party one night where some amazing artists from the Missouri area that are just phenomenal artists are gonna join us and we're gonna go look at a museum and we're gonna paint a mural and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be more bonding focused and painting technique focused and i'm so excited so it'll be here in at my home we're actually painting a 40 foot mural about 15 minutes away from the home but yeah we're staying here and yeah i'm so excited so that is your update on life and an upcoming mural meetup the only rec or the only specification or re requirement that i have for anybody attending the mural meetup is that you have to be an artist academy member 
and that's it. So you can come have a slumber party. It doesn't cost anything. Just bring some money for food and your entry fee to one of the museums. And the rest is, yeah, you just show up and learn and get to meet other artists. And again, I know it's scary. So if you're somebody who you're like, ah, oh, man, that would be really cool. And maybe I'm driving distance from Missouri or maybe there's a cheap flight, but man, that sounds really scary. Just know that everybody's in the same boat. But as soon as you get here, it's going to be awesome because almost let's see 90 percent of the people that came last year are coming back again this year so we'll probably have 20 or so i don't know it's gonna be a blast so yeah the mural meetup is coming up in july let me know if you have any questions and about it and whatnot but i'm probably talking about it a little bit more from now and then Anyway, so now after seven minutes of just kind of going on and stuff, let's get to the five tips to paint murals faster, which kind of goes, you know, hand in hand with our mural meetup coming because we're going to learn some techniques in person. Because there's only so much that I can tell you on a podcast <laughs> in audio without me either being on a video or in person, even better, explaining it. But I'm going to try because there are several tips in here that really audio is all you need. But there are some that in video and in person would help a lot. Anyway, okay. Yeah, I'm making this episode because I constantly get questions about how to paint quickly because artists see me creating a mural in a day or two and think, why can't I do that? So let's unravel it. But first, I cannot start this episode about giving you tips to paint faster, and there are some, but without first stating that speed comes with experience. <laughs> where you are right now in your own mural journey is exactly where you need to be. And most of the time, just putting in more hours will give you that speed that you're looking for. Think about it. The first time you paint a tree, it takes forever. But if I asked you to paint that exact same tree again, and then again, you're gonna not only get so much better at painting that tree, but you're gonna get so much faster. There's a lot of muscle memory that comes with experience. And I went to college for art, and now I'm seven years into painting full time on my own. And so you just, there's no comparison. But I do have some tips for you. And the first tip is one that I was like, okay, how do I explain this? but it's basically getting inside my head. And this is what I call the 80-20 rule. There's several versions around going with this. Like there's several 80-20 rule kind of stuff, but this is how I explain it or how I think of it. So I'll do 80% of the work, but not the 20% that requires me to take a long time with tiny brushes and do all of those little details that people don't, really see unless they look closely. So I focus 80% of my time on the stuff that whenever you walk into a room and you see a wall, you're looking at it and being like, whoa, that's awesome. I, again, I don't focus on really on the stuff where if you walk into a room and you're like, oh, that's so awesome. And then you go up to it and you see that there's all these little intricate lines and they did some amazing things or there's some hidden stuff in there. Just And I just don't do that. <laughs> I just focus my time on just basically the blocking. When you block something in on canvas or on the wall and it goes really quickly. So say you're blocking in a leaf 
and you just paint that leaf green and then you go in and do all the little highlights and the shadings and you do all the stuff basically the block-in is not far from my final result so that 80 percent of effort is taken up in just doing just basically putting my brush on the wall and blocking it in with one color green and then dipping my brush in the black a little bit giving it a little shadow while it's still wet and then dipping my brush in the white maybe cleaning it off in the middle and then in the white maybe a little bit of yellow on there and giving it a highlight and that's it that's all i do <laughs> there's no taking your time and going back and forth i just slap it on there and that's all it needs because on a canvas you can really take your time and do all those little things but on a wall when you're up close and you, you just put something on there once you step back it makes so much sense and a lot of the times not over blending as well i've really had to talk myself out of over blending i'm an over blender i love to just blend clouds and make it all just really smooth just a lot of the time just taking my brush and slapping a little not <laughs> i don't actually slap the wall but just putting my brush on the leaf that I'm painting and just letting it have that that line on there to where it looks like a highlight but it's not overly blended it's funny what happens when you step back I think it looks even better not spending a ton of time on it when you get up close to it it doesn't look as good but when you step back just having those raw paint marks on there with that's not over blended and not over you're not overthinking it and you're just putting it on there you're coloring it in with a shadow and a highlight that's all my murals are and again it's kind of hard to explain <laughs> exactly what that is so i'll probably put some videos in the academy actually there are already videos in the academy <laughs> about this about how i block in and then i go in with a shadow and a highlight we actually just did that actually two weeks ago <laughs> and, and yeah so it's just it's kind of hard to explain but i'm spending my time on what people are going to see right when you walk into a room and not spending my time on the little bitty details that honestly make paintings really amazing. <laughs> and I'll also say a lot of my clients, customers, they don't necessarily have the budget for me to go in and spend a ton of time on all the little stuff to make it that museum quality so i'm not going for museum quality <laughs> that's another thing if you're gonna do anything quickly it's not gonna be museum quality it's gonna it's gonna be good like my work is good but it's not you know what a high-end artist does not that i'm calling myself a low-end but i do just enough to make the client happy that I guess that's a, another thing. I just and a lot of the times, if I just put something on the wall and I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's good as it is, I'll bring the client in and I'll say, hey, do you like this? And I'll judge based on their first reaction if I need to spend more time. Because a lot of the times I'll be like, hey, I just painted these leaves over here. Do you like them? Does it make sense to you? Is this you know, the type that you wanted? And, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, I love it. And I'm like, okay, I was thinking about maybe spending a little bit more time on it. And they're like, no, it looks great. And so I'll judge on that. Or if I'm like, hey, I thought I was gonna maybe add some thorns or vines going through there. And you, would you like that? And they'll just tell me <laughs> they'll be like 
Or if they're confused and be like, I don't know, what do you think? I'm like, nope, then it's good as it is. <laughs> if you're not really thinking it needs something, then there you go. So it's just a lot of communication and just putting it on the wall and leaving it. <laughs> and, and that's it. A one day project, say they have 800 bucks to spend and no more. So I need to figure out a design to get that thing done in one day. And I do have a tip for that as well. So I will pick images that I know will be faster than others. So I know now what will take me a long time and what won't. So I will steer the client in the direction of what their budget will allow. So painting a penguin takes me a lot less time than painting a big lion with lots of little fur everywhere. I actually just did a preschool mural and they wanted like a Noah's Ark theme with all these animals and we went back and forth. <laughs> they said that they had a $3,000 budget and they really did not want to go over it. I really had to talk them up to $3,000 and they, but they wanted something 3D that popped off the wall right when you got into the room and they wanted it to be realistic and they wanted 10 different animals on there. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so you, but you can't go over 3000 with the budget. No, we can't do that. I was like, okay, let me meet you somewhere in the middle here. So I chose, you know, I to do penguins instead of a lot of fur animals. And we did keep a lion in there, but I found an image of a clip art style that looked kind of realistic. And I gave it to them. I was like, hey, is this realistic enough for you? And they said yes, so I just painted off of that. And as I was painting, I just put the paint on the wall and then kept going. So putting it on there and then just keep going. I guess the 80-20 rule, which is tip number one, kind of just goes into tip number two is don't overthink it. Basic of all these different elements. And then I'll wait till the end and I'll see which part of the mural really needs more attention. And a lot of the time, it's fine. A lot of the time, no part needs attention unless it's like an animal's eyes or maybe the very front of the boat on the Noah's Ark thing or whatever. And But just putting paint on the wall, not overthinking it, giving it a shadow and a highlight, and then moving on. That's it. <laughs> and waiting until the end to add and see a thing. Because a lot of the times people, you'll get so stuck. Like I'll, I'll get so stuck on one little bitty part wanting to make it perfect because it's stuck in this ugly stage and I want to get it out and I want to show them that I can do really awesome work but it doesn't look very good right now. Like I don't, in the beginning, that's how I thought. And <coughs> now I just, I don't care. So I just kind of go along and do, make it 80% done. So the whole time be 80% done. Don't overthink it. And I'll save that little 20% for the end that I don't even often end up putting in anyway. Because once you step back, as long as I get that wow factor, and again, I'll bring in the client and see if they have that wow factor too. Because it's usually the overall image that gives that wow factor, not this little bitty part or this little animal's nose that's going to take forever or whatever. Again, if the client has the budget for that, go for it. But I'm in the Midwest and I do a lot of interior bedroom murals and whatnot. And usually they don't want to, but they still want it to look good. So that's my major number one tip for doing that. Make it 80% done. Don't spend time on that 20% until that it needs it in the very, very end. So yeah. Okay, tip number three. 
supplies there are some really great supplies that you can buy that will highly very much speed up your progress throughout painting murals number one is a projector i am team projector i don't really care if people think that's copying and really okay i care because uh, anytime I have a projector up and a client is around or there's a construction worker that comes by or somebody if I'm painting in public and they're like that's cheating and I'm like okay um, here's the paintbrush do you want to paint it and they're like no I can't do that and I'm like well, it's not really cheating is it like it's it it annoys me and you, if you can't tell. So I have a projector. I have an Epson. It's about a $300 projector. It is on my mural supply list. If you just go to artsupplylist.com, something, oh man, I'll link to it. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think it's artsupplylist.net or .com. Man, I don't know. I should figure this out. Hold on. Let me figure it out these supplies that help you go faster. A projector is on there. It's on my like little Amazon link. It'll take you directly to it. It's about 300 bucks. There's also a smaller one that I recommend too. It's about $100, but if you're doing murals and you're wanting to really invest in this and you want to do it for a long time, I would, I think spending the $300 instead of getting the little one for a hundred, just go ahead and get the $300 one because you're going to thank yourself later. And there's so many little options that you can do with the bigger Epson projector that you can't do with the smaller one. For instance, if I am painting a wall, but there's a wall right across from it. So where I can't back up my projector, I'd say there's six feet in between the wall I'm painting on and how far I can back up because there's another wall behind me. I can move the projector to the side and shoot the image sideways to get even more of space and the Epson will auto-correct it. Also, it works the same if I'm shooting up. So if I'm shooting the image from the projector up, it will auto-correct and make it flat on the wall so that it's not at an angle and things aren't wonky and all that just investing in a really good projector early on if you can i highly recommend it also whenever i'm projecting i don't do the whole take your time and do every little single line unless it's letters and i'm doing an o or a circle I take my time with the circles. Take your time. <laughs> that a projector projecting a circle is and painting a circle is is tough. So that's the only time I will really take my time with a projector is with a circle. But in general, like with the Noah's Ark one, we projected it on the wall and I just went around the outline. I just kind of made even little X's where the eyes were gonna be on the animals or like just I very quick. I don't rely on the projector as much because I've spent my time drawing and painting and so I trust my abilities. The projector is more for me of just, hey, this is where it's gonna go on the wall. This is where the boat is gonna go. This is where the animals are gonna go so that I'm not placing them and trying to size them one by one. And there's another way to do it. There's the grid method, which if you don't know how to do a grid method, it's basically you put chalk lines of squares on the wall and then you put little inch squares on your paper and then you line it up, do some math in there, and then you basically just copy it. Kind of like those one books that we used to copy things back in the day. We used to just follow the square for square and it takes so long. I remember 
when projectors first came out, man, I was working on a job site and I brought my little bitty projector that, so the $100 projector that you could buy today, it cost me $400 back in the day because <laughs> technology just wasn't there. So I brought my little bitty projector on because the big projectors cost $1,500. And I was like, no, I can't do that. So just, <laughs> just invest in the $300 projector. You guys have it so easy nowadays. Anyway, I brought it on a job site and I brought my little projector up there and I shot the image up there and there were these older artists around me being like, what are you doing? That is, uh, I guess she's gonna do it like that. And I was like, yep, I'm gonna do it like that. But the next year working on that same job site, the company had bought big projectors for all for the artists to use because it sped up time so much and they wanted them they started requesting it and it's just going with the times back in the day they didn't have this kind of stuff now it's just amazing shooting something up on the wall because we've already designed it in on the ipad and procreate whatever you're using which is also another big tip or another supply tip for procreate on the ipad very awesome. Like somebody, I'll tell them, hey, send me a photo of your wall and I will put their logo up on that photo just very quickly, send it back to them. And then actually this just happened yesterday. Somebody sent me a photo of their wall. I did it, got it back to them. They said, hey, can we get it three feet smaller? So I sent them back two different other options really quickly. It took me five minutes to do in Procreate. I'm not sketching. I'm not sketching out on with pen and paper. That's not happening. I know artists who like to spend days on sketches. That sounds terrible to me. I just like to go fast in general. The faster I go, the more money I make, the more I can, you know, charge per hour. So I want to go fast. <laughs> and yeah, so the projector, certain areas on the mural, I'll just draw something like, okay, fill that area in black. So he'll do it. He's very quickly with it. But having some muralists or some artists come on and he was working next to them even, he was like, hey, no. So you use this big brush and you basically spoon the paint from the bucket and then smear it all on the wall. That's what you do. No, you don't dip it. And then slowly just kind of take your time filling it in with a tiny brush. He's like, no, no, take, use this big brush and spoon it on the wall and spread it all around like that. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's a different mindset. With canvas, we can take our time. We're in our house and but on a mural site I, I just don't I don't want to hang out at someone else's home for as longer than I have to and I don't want to hang out in the sun longer than I have to or outside I, I want to get it done so I'm using a big brush and I want to you know challenge you to if you don't want the five inch brush which I use all the time and you just use a bigger brush than you're used to using, whether that's a half inch more, an inch more, double the size, whatever. Just use a slightly bigger brush and watch your, watch your world just transform because it just it gets done so much faster. Tip number four, set a deadline. I was talking to my husband about this. I was like, okay, I wanna make an episode or just talk about painting quickly. Like, why do you think I paint quickly? And he was like, I know. I was like, why? He's like, it's because you were trained like that. What do you mean? <laughs> he goes, you're always talking about how when you were at Bass Pro, like everything, it was so quick. You had to work so many hours. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. So <laughs> whenever I was first starting out and working for Bass Pro, there were major deadlines. So we were working after the construction workers 
but before the retail people so they would build the walls the construction workers would build the walls and then we would come and paint the walls make them look all pretty and then the real retail people would come in with shirts and all of that and lay out the floor but a lot of the times we were all kind of working over each other but we I mean you didn't want to be in the way of someone making a display of clothing. You didn't want to get your paint on that. So there was so much motivation of people around you being like, hey, like we need to set this up. And hey, the store is opening in a week. <laughs> like what? And so having that deadline and that pressure, although somebody else gave me that deadline, it really helped to speed things up. Although I remember my first mural that I did for them, I primarily did logos and signs when I was first hired on. And I was like, oh, I wanna do murals, just, just, just let me do it. They gave me one room and just told me, take as long as you want, this is your first mural. I was like, okay, <laughs> deer in headlights, oh my gosh. And they, there wasn't a ton of rush in that, which is why I wanna go back to, if you've never painted a mural before, or you've done one or two or three, or if you're in your first year of your career, I wouldn't worry about going fast. Just take your time, because that's what I did. But then after I did my first one, they kind of expected, okay, now we need you to come out and do the next one a little quicker, okay. And <laughs> there was always that lingering date of the store opening just there that we all knew when it was supposed to open and they weren't gonna change it because you know, if, <laughs> if we weren't done with the painting, they were opening anyway, although we always got done miraculously. I don't know why they are magic workers. People who have a deadline to get something done will get it done. Think about, it's the same with hiring. I'm noticing if I give someone a week to get something done, they will take a week to get it done. If I'm like, hi, I need this by tomorrow morning, they will give it to me by tomorrow morning. It's the same with us. So we have to set ourselves a deadline and so I would challenge you, give yourself a hard deadline and stick to it. So I want to shout out Whitney Santi. She is in the Artist Academy Advance and she's been in there for a while and she's just great. And I've noticed a couple lately, I'm not sure if she's working on her speed or she's wanting to be just creative and try something new. I don't know, but exactly, I don't know what it is, but she has been just using leftover paint and she's okay i'm not gonna overthink it i'm just gonna give myself 30 minutes or 45 minutes and i'm just gonna paint it and it's amazing what she has can do when she's okay this is just for fun like i'm not gonna overthink it and i'm just i only have less than an hour i'm not spending more than an hour on this or that's all the time i have and so she painted it and you look at it and you're like she <laughs> really got focused and really just let herself do it and it's just it's a really cool exercise that I didn't even really think of <laughs> I'm getting this idea from Whitney and I think she does it beautifully so shout out to Whitney <laughs> thanks for the idea for this but I highly encourage you if you want to get faster then practice being faster <laughs> give yourself a deadline and don't overthink it and just paint say okay I only have 30 minutes to do this let's see let's just see what I can create and then see what you can create and tip number five is hire someone. We're gonna have a whole podcast episode, everything, lesson, all that on hiring. But yeah, cause it's like, <laughs> it's my new hurdle thing that I'm going over here recently of just hiring different levels of artists to try to go faster. And then sometimes they speed it up and then sometimes I would just be faster on my own. But the majority of the time, if I hire someone, it's they're speeding up, they're speeding it up into where, and it's not, 
double so anybody who thinks that if you bring another artist on it's going to cut your time in half that has never been a thing with me because I paint very fast in general and I have yet to work with another I don't know Whitney so a different Whitney murals by Whitney in Houston she's pretty quick but we haven't worked on a really one together but anyway she so I'm sure if I hired Whitney in Houston she would be she might help cut my time in half but I prefer to bring on students or people who I can train and give opportunities to and help them teach them and learn I like doing that and so just knowing that coming on and having them help me during the day and do the project I have to totally get out of my mind that okay this is not going to be cut in half but they're going to save me an hour or two hours or three hours or four out of the day to where a long day turns into a normal day or a normal long day uh, so a normal day will turn into a half day or whatnot it's just or a two day or three day project turns into a two day project it's saving a whole new day and to me that's saving my sanity that's either a day that I can just chill and record podcasts or do I don't know just do another project maybe or just so hiring is a really big thing and we'll go into it in another podcast but just the idea I know that a lot of us want to keep all of the profits to ourselves because that's how I was in the beginning too it was very hard for me to hire my first person but once I did it made it easier to hire the second person and not full-time like I I don't hire anybody full-time but Maybe just asking another artist who might be a little bit more ahead than you. Say, hey, would you want to come work on my project for a day? I'll pay you, obviously, and we can work on it together. We can teach each other some stuff. You provide work for them. They give you tips and whatnot, and you work together to get it done quicker. There's so much that you can learn from another artist that I can't even express to you which is why we are doing the mural meetup so just circling back around to that there's you get a lot from podcasts and you get a lot from lessons online and it's just another level getting an in-person lesson from someone who has been there done that and wants to help teach you in person just seeing the setup seeing the flow of how someone works and just what their routines are just what kinds of brushes do they use how big are they seeing those supplies in person it's just there's so much good value that can come from painting with someone in person which is why we're having the meetup and so if you have more questions about that let me know but yeah that concludes our five tips <laughs> and i really hope you'd enjoy this and but i also want to end it real quick and then we'll be done If you are in the first couple years of your art journey, just focus on learning. Maybe use a bigger brush and a projector or whatever, but focus on being a good painter because that is the foundation for everything. And I think sometimes we get caught up in making money, making more money, I know I do, and we wanna get it done faster so we can make more money. But if you're in the first couple years, especially, 
taking time to learn and make something better and make yourself better is an investment that you'll make in yourself right now that will make you more money in the long run because we're all in it for the long game, right? <laughs> right? Okay. All right. That's it. I will see you guys next week. Just another reminder that I have created an extra special training for you to learn how to grow your art business quickly using murals like I have. If you're listening this summer and thinking, okay, let me see what this mural thing is all about. Or if you're wondering if you could possibly paint large scale too, then go to artistacademy.co to learn how you can start making money in the mural biz. The majority of my income comes from murals and I want to help you get started too because I know how profitable they can be. So go to artistacademy.co to claim your free training and I will see you next week.